0: I, I I couldn't...
1: We gotta get out of here!
0: Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome tonight is episode 130 entitled mass formation part three what can we expect to happen in a society where one group of people will do anything to get the pandemic to be over while another group is sure that there is someone out there that will save us all from a one world government Mm. why are people so immune to facts and logic what can we do to bring some level of sanity back to the world we live in pull up a chair at the table and join us First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you would, please give us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about?
1: No matter who you are, at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, well, they're not as good as they could be. If things are bad and you're alone, well, things just got so much worse. There is a Bible verse Romans 12:15 which states, "Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn." That is how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is all about. Each week we go over what's good or bad in our lives along with some food talk to model rejoicing and mourning, and we then hit the main topic. So while it may not be 12:15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime, Lunchtime in, in Rome.
2: Rome. And wow, I've had a really good week. Um so the past weekend I uh was treated by my wife to a Chris Stapleton concert. Yeah, you are. At, out at Star Lake. Is that a rapper. If you're <laughs> if you're familiar with the Pittsburgh area, you go Star Lake, see big names. Um and man, what a talent. Holy cow. Um just wow. Um he is who he is he sings his songs and for those of you who don't know uh much about chris stapleton he started out as a songwriter and at some point somebody said hey you should start singing your own songs and then he did and now he's chris stapleton um who was he before the songwriter chris stapleton (laughs) um and he just man he He's got a voice like He's molasses. Great. He's got a voice that's unbelievable, and when you hear it live, it's like, "Yep, this is
0: Chris Stapleton." Mm-hmm. Like
2: it, it matches on the album. What, what would be the song great. that
0: some people listening, casual listener, would know?
2: Casual listener would know. Uh, Whop. <laughs> uh, Tennessee whiskey would be his yeah. his most famous song. Mm-hmm. Um, my probably my fa- my favorite song would be. Um, parachute he really belts it out on that song and man he man he belted it out on the show um which was which was really awesome and but amy really treated me this this was this was a gift from amy and and for your wow. birthday or just in general or um it's awkward because i can't go into too much detail because that's fine yeah that's it was it. a gift was it a was gift. a gift
1: mm-hmm. um that's really cool giving a gift is not having to ask why. because
2: I did well I did something great and she wanted to reward me for doing something great and this is this was it mutual so,
1: giving is one of the three components of a successful relationship <laughs> I, I got to figure out what I'm going to do well that you said you did something great that's true even Steven, he, no more he, giving. He just blew my mind. Um, no more giving. It's right. over. <laughs> right.
2: It's over. Shut it down. Um, no, but you got us. Uh, you know, is that Starlight? And for those of you who don't know uh, what what Starlight is, it is a outdoor music venue. And there's lawn seats, which are way out far from the stage, and then there's under the pavilion, which uh, are like kind of stadium seating, and. Uh I've never sat in those seats really? before. I've never sat in the stadium seats before until oh, this gosh. show. Um and she treated mm. me to the 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 VIP experience and we um long story short walked all over Starlake to find out to find where we needed to go to get our VIP experience. Um but the- we ended up it, it was cool because, you know, we were we were joking of you know, we got this VIP experience, and we were joking of like, oh yeah, it's gonna be like we get this gift, and it's gonna be a keychain, you know, Chris Stapleton keychain, whatever. Um, but we got a we got a tote bag, we got a bandana, which
0: I love. A good you're bandana. a big bandana. bandana guy. I am a big bandana Is that one guy. What's that? Is it something he, like, abandoning a he wore? No,
2: no, 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 no. Oh. But it, it's, so. it's like a design. It says Chris Stapleton on it. And then, um, a flask inside the, mm. inside the toes nice gifts. Uh, right. It's not, like, that's, I feel like that's pretty good. Like, like, yeah, I was very satisfied with that. Um, and was we it, both was got them. So it we full got, of
0: Tennessee whiskey?
2: It was not. That would have uh, been, that would have been, been, been pretty cool. good. That, yeah. that would have been pretty clutch. Um, but yeah, it was just a good night. We got an Airbnb. We didn't have to drive home far. Like it was it was man. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> Cuz for those of you that don't know, start like like from where we are, yes. it is out it's, there. It's farther than and than.
1: one way in, Dude, no, one way out. It's over an hour. It's over an hour. My last con- my last concert there was Mumford and Sons. Oh. That's it, a good that's a good venue to see yeah. them. That was great. It was yeah. 3 hours there. Yeah, and And we paid for the VIP parking, where I had never before spent more than twenty five minutes in the VIP parking lot, and it was probably an hour to get out.
0: dude.
1: And like, here is the thing: Uh, when we came in, so we
2: had dinner with the delightful Kate and Luke, who have been on this podcast. They've been at the table, and they told us to go in the the back way into Starlight, which is actually it's not really a back way because there is only the other way. It's the other way because there is only Route eighteen i don't know there's one way in to star lake Mm -hmm. and we came in the more uncommon way Mm -hmm. (laughs) to Star Lake. that's i don't know how to say it
1: well it's a two-lane road basically right
2: and and everybody comes from the one lane the one right and so we went in um coming in we made a left into star lake and then we made a pretty immediate left into the parking lot right next to it so that gave us, like, prime parking to get out of there very quickly oh, yeah. at the end of the show. Makes all the difference. It does. Because, like, yeah, we had to walk a little bit, but we were You're out. you walking and We were out, and it was great. Um, so, man, what a great weekend. It was so much fun. Um, I'm trying to, like, you know, my bad this week.
1: Mm. <laughs> Well, you know, you don't have to share bad. You can do good or bad. I'm just going to go with good. And it it was good. Yeah. It was so
2: much fun and great. I'm glad Brian's back. Bummer. Chris is not here tonight, but that's okay. Um, He's he's not bad. He's he's okay. Um, And we'll probably see him next week. But Brian, you are here. I am. And you are present. So what's going on with you, buddy? Did you want to do anything with food before? Oh, yes. Food. Jay's ribs. Uh So... Welcome to Sous V Talk on uh, lunchtime and rib. Mm-hmm. Uh so Jay blessed me with some ribs and I have found the secret to reheating meat is in the Sous V. Like So smart. It, it like 'cause like if you put it in the microwave, dry. Mm-hmm. Straight to jail. Uh <laughs> <laughs> if you put it in the oven, you risk going dry. You cook it too long, you overcook it from 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 when it was uh you know supposed to be in, mm-hmm. in its original state. Um, so when you cook it low and slow in the sous vide, you bring it up to temp and you're good to go. So Jay blessed me with some ribs. I put them in this morning, set them at 145, which is like your, your temp for pork. And they were fantastic. Like they were still like, I feel like what you would expect at the original state, mm-hmm. like when they were fresh. Right. And that like, that was awesome. Did they give off a lot of fluid in the bag. You know what's interesting? Not as much as like when you like do
1: like fresh pork. Well, like because from, most from, of the fat is rendered out in the original. Right. It was, it
2: was. It was really just like the, the like. I don't know how to say this, but like the gooey the juices. Goo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gooey juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but it wasn't like you know when you when you do pork in the in the Right. No. 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 Because that's when you're rendering water. the fat. You're basically
1: right. you're basically confying right right do it that
2: way right but this was just like we're heating it up and man it, they turned out so good I ate them for lunch good oh glad you enjoyed them. what a treat for lunch like in the middle of the day working yeah. from home smoked ribs
0: absolutely like come on Yep. living Word. my
2: best life brian yep you're back
0: i'm back um last week i went to i was at huh, the beach with, <laughs> with abby and my parents and some good family friends um, and it was just, it was a fantastic time. And that was, I mean, it's really, there's not really one highlight, just the fact that I got to spend some really significant time with Abby. Yeah. Um, Abby's your daughter. Abby's my daughter. Da- yeah. Daddy-daughter time. Um, it was her 10th her birthday last Tuesday. So it was, we just basically <laughs> did a whole birthday week. Um, so I picked wow. her up from school Tuesday afternoon. We went right, We we just left right for the beach from there. Um, I would already had the car packed and everything. Uh, we got there in good time, um, and just and, and I almost didn't go because we were going Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last week, and I kept looking at the weather, and it was just it looked like it was going to be a washout, just a total mm-hmm. like like one of these um, you know systems just hanging, and it was going to be like low seventies mm. um, rain. Like and the
1: last time we went together,
0: land I, breeze. We had a land breeze on Friday, <laughs> uh, but. I, I except for like 3 hours of rain on Thursday afternoon evening which was fine. It was just glorious weather. Wow, like how you not on? Perfect beach weather man. Like like perfect beach weather the, and the water felt good. And I don't say that like
1: I not mean, you good but
0: no, for like it me was good for, for everybody. Like you, yeah. You, yeah. It was it was
2: Brian's like it's 55 degrees. It's per. It's refreshing. I don't know. I'm starting to get past <laughs> that point.
0: Um but no it was just it was such a phenomenal time um just had some really great conversations um just i i I couldn't close summer any better than that like i'm a big summer person yeah and and to be able to just close summer with i I told abby i was like we are soaking every last drop of summer out on this trip and she you know she was with me the the entire time um just you know she's very much like me Mm -hmm. and so um and we, we we finished out the trip. Besides Saturday morning, we finished out the trip Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Um, we went up to Atlantic City and had uh, just a great. Did you get a hot dog? No. Wow.
1: They have a cool little hot dog place where it's like a dollar. Oh. It's the best place to eat huh. if you don't want to spend a million dollars.
0: Well, we spent. Not a million, but a, a, a little ah, bit. That's special two, too. Cra- two crab cakes. It was 25 bucks. Yeah, um, they I mean, were really good crab. Like, I, I was mean, pulling the shell of the no, crab. No, I know. I that's know.
2: not crazy. No, two crab crazy. cakes? That they were crazy. like,
0: they were, the crab was. Pulled for out. fresh crab, yeah. It was pulled crazy. out of no, the gosh, ocean yeah, that morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Half a million. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. But so, anyways, <laughs> like, and that was a really special, that was a really special time for me because I thought about it. I was like, this is her birthday. It's just her and I. And to go up to Atlantic City. I mean, Atlantic City's disgusting if you're like, it got dark and I was like, "Holy crap! I got to get out of here." We got to go, <laughs> I, I, and I told Abby, "I was like, they only like, come out was, at night." Like we ate and we saw this <laughs> phenomenal sunset right on the bay. Like we were eating right on this bay and phenomenal sunset, and there's the hotels in the background and the That's lights. Gorgeous. It was beautiful. Yeah. And then, and I, I, I told her like, "We're gonna try to go to the boardwalk," and it got dark, and we started like we started driving there, and then like I'm like. Baby, we gotta. We have to leave. She's like, but you said. I said, uh, you gotta trust me. There's just moments like if it were me, just me, I'd probably go and and walk around. But it, right. I, I can't do but it. But you, you and
2: your and your dad, really yeah, good I, like discernment. I just got a gut feeling yeah. like we got That's a, that's we a good discernment as a dad. Yeah, yeah. That's um, good.
0: So. We just it was a great time and and i had this moment and so for those of you that don't know this we we go to my my family's ocean city house it's been in our family for years and years and it's it's been on like the market you know just there's been things and it's like all right is this the year that it gets sold is this the year that it gets sold um and it almost happened last year it went on the market didn't get sold so this was like a bo- another bonus year you mm-hmm. know but i had a moment friday after my parents left and after the uh, our, our friends left um It was just Abby and I, and like the house was quiet and I just looked around and I was like, man, if this is the last time for this too, like if you know, this is, I'm sucking this last moment up too." um, you know, because we, we, we've we all gone to that house. Yeah. We've all left in like a, you know, it's Saturday right. morning. We're like, we got to get out of here. You know, and you're throwing stuff in. But it was like, it was very serene. And I was like, yeah, this is a great moment. Wow,
2: I'm like tearing up thinking about yeah, that. Like,
0: to, to, like if this is the way that this chapter ends, this is the perfect way. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and so it was just a, a fantastic time. And even though Lex and Ethan weren't there. You know, which which would have been... It was re-
1: differently fantastic. It was
0: differently yeah, fantastic. Right. I just, I so thoroughly enjoyed Abby. Um, just the girl blows my mind in so many different ways. She was so appreciative. There were so many moments where I, I would just feel her little hand, you know, grab my hand Ugh. and just, she would be like... I love you so much, Daddy. And she's so independent. You know, that's like one of the things that I marvel about. Like, she was out riding waves. You know, my dad was there. I was there. But, like, she's out riding waves. No fear. Yeah. Uh, At one point on Friday after my parents left, after our friends left, um, I was down the, like I'm like I am not leaving the beach Until the last moment And um, Like it was like One o'clock And she's like hey, I'm, Can I go back to the house And I'm gonna take a bath I'm not gonna drown And I was like Yeah Go back to the house Take your bath Lock the doors I'm gonna stay down here For a little bit more And um, You know I just I, I, She's so independent But to have those moments Where she would just You know Reach up and grab my hand And then
1: Man that's uh, life That is That, that is, is life Those are the sweet moments Man. Of open windows Where there is no trauma yes. There is no Mm -hmm. anxiety. It's It's just that little moment that you can just absolutely take Mm -hmm. a mental snapshot um, and just hold on to.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, for me, there was like, I came came (laughs) home. like we got home Saturday night, went to my sister's and had a nice time there. Um, But so it was a very busy day, but Sunday morning I was, we didn't, didn't, we didn't do church, um, just stayed at home. And I, I had like, I, I, I woke up at six 30 and just kind of started writing and just, you know, really was in a reflective mode and it was really nice. Um, and and I just, it was really nice to just feel like I really significantly closed this chapter. Like you, and you can tell sometimes in life when a chapter is Mm -hmm. closing and another's opening, because then the next day or actually later that day, um, the other chapter opened and I came home to a dishwasher that was broken. Right. A, uh, Pool. A, a pool that had turned green and lex was like what? we should probably close it so let's close it so we closed the pool Ugh. um there was a boil water alert so it was like kind of funny because like we had this boil water alert but we also got all the like green water in the pool also our dishwasher didn't work so it's like how do we you know do the dishes like you say it's like why, why is this harder than it needs to be oh it's way harder um we ended up just using the water anyways like i was like ah Boil the water, or just use the water that's coming out of my spigot to wash the dishes. Let's do that. I'm going to so. take my chances on a you know stomach virus. We're good um, so far, so far. <laughs> um, and and then I, I I did get a head. I, I, I this isn't related to the boiled water, so. <laughs> but I did get a head cold. You know, uh, Sunday afternoon, Monday morning. Yesterday was pretty bad. I'm better now, but it was just like. Okay, that chat, that chapter of summer and that era closed so well. Now on to the next one, and um, And re-entry is hard enough. Yeah, you know, and it's it's all very small, minor things. You know, I mean, it's all very small, minor things. So good perspective, yeah. And and my food would be like some of the seafood that I had at the beach because we did scallops, we did mussels, we did. Um, at (laughs) we went out with my parents one night, and um, I. I asked Abby what she wanted. She's like, "I want lobster," and I had, we talked to the waitress, and she's like, "We have one lobster. It's a it's a pound and a half of lobster, and it was a live lobster." And we get this thing, and it's a giant lobster, <laughs> and it was like thirty bucks.
1: That's oh, not bad,
0: but like, there's insane. not That's a lot good. on a lobster. Like, there's really not that like uh, no thir- oh, a pound and a half including the shell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like, yeah, yeah. A, a, and and the waitress was like. Oh man, that's, you sure you, are? I was like, all right, well, Abby and I will split it. And then it came and like, I had one little, cr- one little claw and half of the tail. <laughs> and Abby had the other, it was like, ah, we're not going to be getting another lo- lobster. Yeah. soon. Like, did she enjoy it? She, f- she very much enjoyed it. But she then loves her seafood. She man. does love her seafood, yeah. but then we had to order shrimp cause we were both still hungry. So, Riff. um, so the, shrimp the, all the seafood that we got there was great. Uh-huh. I cooked great scallops. Um, so anyways, yeah. awesome,
1: man. That is a tale of two weeks in a week.
0: Contradicting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to start bad. And uh, that is Bella. And then uh, she'll remain nameless is um dealing with a situation at work where basically she's getting mean girl. I don't want to say bullied, but kind of she has two coworkers and. That they will remain nameless. Not that they listen. And they're from a private. uh, They're just the kind of girls that don't do their job. And they gang up on Bella. And like they've had a meeting with the boss where there's another woman that works there who is 40 something. Hmm. And so if she's working with Bella, she handles the business and she tells the other two where to go and what to do. And she's gone to the boss and complained about them. And, you know, so it's just so tough. Like she gets in the car tonight and she's just near, if not in tears, Mm. Mm. so frustrated because she does her job. And like the head chef said to her one day, you know, I want you to know, I think I mentioned this on the podcast, young lady, you do a great job and you are more mature than your years. And you are one of the best employees that we have, you know, so people see that in her. Yeah. And yet when no one's looking, the two girls that don't want to work hard, Snipe at her and try to get her to do their work. Mm-hmm. and Because they're not good workers. Correct. That's what mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, And so on the one hand, I mean, it's just bad because you don't want to see your daughter suffer. It's life. You have to deal with those things. And, and I'm getting so much better at just letting her be mm-hmm. and just putting my hand on her knee as we drive. And I drove her through McDonald's because she was sad and, and just letting her get it out and mm-hmm. not fixing, not coaching, mm-hmm. not teaching. Mm-hmm. And I even said to her, I said, honey, I'm going to tell you how to handle this but you're not ready right now mm. you know and it, what's great about it is i don't know if you guys have met my wife
0: once or twice um,
1: <laughs> this may shock you we have different ideas about how to handle the situation what? it's true
0: is rachel taking <laughs> off her earrings like well, I'm about to fight somebody ra- you know
1: and rachel goes
0: <laughs> i'm ready to fight somebody rachel's right now.
1: exact quote was look there's nothing wrong with shaming them until they cry <laughs> 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 How I'm you down. Just deem it to I'm be down. so if that makes that true. I know I'm on this podcast, but I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> you're coming um, after Bella. <laughs> yeah, so that's just it's life, and it's fine. I mm. mean, there's so many worse ways you can go through life, but and it's and it's so much fun to parent with Rachel in that regard because mm. Rachel wouldn't have let it get to. Half of where it is right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rachel, you mean if Rachel was
0: in that situation, if Rachel herself. was Bella, mm-hmm. she would
1: have just mother effed them mm-hmm. with the love of Jesus um, <laughs> right. and and just absolutely destroyed them. Um, but I, I look forward to my way of dealing with it, which is, you know, rising above and inwardly knowing what you can do to them. You know, like mm-hmm. she's <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but yet not. I said the number one thing, you know, is to not let them see that it has affected you at all mm. yeah and everything that they do you yeah. rise above it and you wow. work harder and mm. you make them look worse mm. there's so, so much it, power in it that. will drive it. yeah where, yeah exactly and yeah. i said what i'm asking what i'm going to ask you to do i told her today i said is basically impossible i said but with impossibility comes great power yeah she goes where did you hear that and i went <laughs> uh, baby i just said it mm. <laughs> and then i said to her What did I say? (laughs) She had to repeat it to me. Mm. But anyhow, so that's
2: the bad. That's good, man. You're a good dad. That's good. That's a good moment. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll see who she listens to. Um, (laughs) The good is, and that is good, because that's life. That's Mm -hmm. good. But the other good is Joe and I have lunch every Wednesday. Um, I go down, I pick him up, and the first time, well, first two times, we stayed in Oakland. But I'm like, well, this is stupid. He's in Oakland all the time, and I got to pay for parking. Mm -hmm. So we're doing like a diner tour. Mm. And so we went uh, the first week to Pamela's, then we went to uh, Kelly O's in the strip, and then Ritter's in Bloomfield. And today we went to Barb's Corner Kitchen. So we kind of got our, we can't rate, rate them though. Like they're all like, eh, it's a good diner food, mm-hmm. you know. Kelly about, O's my favorite. Out of all the ones that you've mentioned, Kelly O's my favorite. His pancakes today at Barb's Corner Kitchen were some of the most amazing pancakes I've you ever seen. Pancakes? In my life. His pancakes? His his i would be oh, dead you saw you looked at him, seen, you're like wow those look i was good. like that is a i mean it was mm, a a third of an inch, i mean it was half an inch maybe thick mm-hmm. i mean they were mm-hmm. big no i mean each individual yeah yeah, yeah i gotcha got but you. anyhow and yeah. it's just good because it's just the two of us mm-hmm. yeah there's no leah there's mm-hmm. no rachel there's no bella it's father it's son that's mm-hmm. good we talk about whatever we hang out we get you know it's the most intentional time mm-hmm. you know like you have your time uh, with Abby at the beach, yeah, you know this is not nearly as monumental, but it's wonderfully consistent, and mm-hmm. it's sort of a check-in time for both of us. where yeah. I just get to be dad, and he gets to be son. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting a little price, that's, little yeah. pricey each week. Um, but that's a that's a price. <laughs> it's a good that's investment. It's yeah. a good investment Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's what's good, and the food wise as well. I mean, I at Aldi they didn't have the center cut pork chops, so I just went with their assorted pork chops. Yeah. And I figured all right, I threw them in a bag sous vide bag sous vide time on uh, lunchtime at home. and i was like you know <laughs> what i'm gonna throw a couple cloves of garlic in there oh i mean i seasoned them normal yeah, yeah. my italian season S&P, s&p couple one. couple yeah. things of mm. uh garlic and then a couple sprigs of thyme okay Let's see what happens
0: mm.
1: oh they're timey <laughs> and they came. yeah and i left pow- them in for a very long time powerful herb. i mean it was how like, long it was like 15 hours okay and long. the texture's fine yeah. But, yeah, yeah yeah like they were like red it was weird i mean it was they were a lot of red meat. But, I mean, I wasn't even going to sear them because they're so thin.
2: Right. But that's the thing. Like, so I've learned with the sous vide, like, it's it's salt and pepper and maybe, like, an oil that you use, like an olive oil. And that's all you put in the sous vide. And then you finish with. See, I double season. I season in the bag. Yeah. And then I season after. Dude, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of season. Well, I'm yeah, very seasoned. Because, like, I would put the time in. If you want time, I would put that in, like, on the finish
1: Well, but my point is it's fresh time.
2: Like, I saw somebody
1: do it on TV Uh, with, like, lavender. And I was like, I ain't cocoa with no lavender. Uh, That's not it. You know, speaking of seasons, we've been in a season these last 18 months where a lot of things don't make sense. And uh, we had a revelational uh, interview we heard with Matthias Desmet from the University of Ghent, who is a clinical doctor of clinical psychology. He is a statistician. And a professor of clinical psychology. And he talked about a thing called mass formation. We have been talking about it the last two weeks, and this should be our last week, but it really helps mm-hmm. to explain what's going on in our world where there seems to be so much anger, so much irrationality, such a disparity of beliefs and ideas as to how to get out of this last 18 months. And we looked at the four things that uh, Matthias Desmet says are necessary for mass formation. You might just think of it as mass hysteria, but the four things that have to happen for mass formation to occur, the first is social isolation. And certainly in our world with so much social media, you know, thinking it connects us, but we know that it actually separates us. Second is a dissatisfaction with life and our place in life. Third is free floating anxiety where you have this anxiety, but you don't know what it's not like. Oh, I have this exam coming up. I'm waiting to hear from the doctor. It's just I'm anxious and I have panic attacks and everything else. And then free floating psychological discontent, a general malaise for lack of a better term, not as sharp as uh, anxiety, but more overall deadening. And then when those four things are happening in a society, what happens is a significant event, hence COVID where the media then comes and offers a solution. They define the problem. They offer the solution. And what we have noticed is it's not just people's reactions to COVID, but it's people's reactions to the reactions from COVID. Mm -hmm. So on the one hand, hand, we have people who are two weeks to flatten the curve, mask up, six feet, vaccine, booster. This is what's going to get us through. This is what's going to get us through. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, we have people that are saying, look, at some point in time, The government's going to get overthrown. They're reaching out too far. And Q, QAnon would be the easiest example. QAnon and Trump are going to rise up from the ashes and they're going to save us because the government is so corrupt. We're all in this. We are patriots and we are together. Well, then all of a sudden that has solved number one. Oh, we're not alone anymore. We're in this together. And there's a target for the anxiety. There's purpose for the lack of purpose in life. And. The psychological discontent goes by the wayside because as long as we fix this problem together, we're fine. And that's where we left off last week, mm-hmm. heading into this week. And that we, we ended last week and we begin this week talking about the anger. Uh, I am not somebody. Um, I, I find it to be interesting. I'll just say that. If somebody if you see online somebody who is very. You know, they cannot wait for booster shots. They cannot. They want to shut schools down again. And we need to shut the businesses down again. If you say, you know, I I disagree. Hmm. How angry they get. How unbelievably angry they get. And again, on the other side. Hey, so what if you have to give up a few of your liberties for safety? And they go, are you crazy? Don't you understand? They're going to take everything. The anger that comes from that. Is the fact that if you go against that narrative, if you go against this solution to my isolation, to my anxiety, that means I have to go back to my isolation and to my anxiety mm-hmm. and that is why we have such an angry world today yep so after that, and what happens with that is that's why if you've seen I don't know guys have you ever been on social media?
0: Try not to be, but yes, a couple
1: times at the end of this podcast tonight, we're going to talk about the solution to this and I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert. Hmm. It's not posting memes on social media. No. And also it is not necessarily sharing statistics, charts, and graphs. Right. Have you guys shared statistics, charts, and graphs with anybody?
0: Yes. Not really because I know people. No, doesn't have, I, it doesn't matter. I'll
1: be matter. honest, I have. Right. I have, yeah. How did that go? Um, it didn't go... was not catastrophic.
2: It wasn't catastrophic. Um, but it was not taken in a way that I expected. It was very
0: dismissive. You did not change the mind of the person or people you were sharing the graphs and charts and facts and logic with.
2: Right, but I will say this, um, from my perspective, I, I just needed to be heard. I, I different motivation. You weren't d- trying to right. change their mind, right? I just they needed to hear yours exactly because I feel like they weren't seeing what I was seeing, and I communicated that, and it was what it was, and
1: that that was it. Right, but the reality is. Facts don't matter. I guess. Facts I don't guess, matter. No,
0: because I guess I did. I, like the one time that you know recently where I spoke up was um, at a, a scoreboard meeting, and you know, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I quoted the statistics, and they were like, yeah, yeah, nice. no, right, bye, doesn't matter. And that's frustrating. It's, it's a little bit. It's,
1: I mean, the joke that we. It, have, I would say
2: it's infuriating. Like it's it really it makes my blood boil. Like my head my
1: head gets hot thinking about it. Yeah. And that goes to the old joke that we tell, which is if you're losing an argument with somebody about sports and the other guy's just hammering you with stats. Yeah, and but still. Yeah, but still. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's basically yeah, it's, it, it's yeah, but and still. And the reason why. That's f- what I got. I got yeah, but still. And we talked yeah. a little bit last week you know, about your amygdala and the danger centers of your brain. And if they are on point and if they are so hyped up the left side of your brain speaking back those statistics Mm -hmm. get drowned out by the danger danger Mm. danger and so therefore the facts simply don't matter Mm -hmm. there's 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 no ability to reach them with objective data right and as we all know most statistics are manipulated and lies anyhow sure so you're like well yeah well i have to check where you got that from you know well the cdc or from right you can name all the sources yeah um what goes with that, and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but yeah, we'll go there now. In his podcast, in his lecture, he says that mass formation is not like hypnosis. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. He goes, it is hypnosis. He goes, it is a mass which hypnosis. Is
0: physiological. It's not not something, you know, ethereal, like that's a physiolog like when you're hypnotized, there is a physiological reaction. There's a brain sequence that has been
1: altered, which is mind boggling
0: to me because like, I've always
1: been in the mindset of like, you can't hypnotize me. Like, I don't believe in it. Well, right. I was going to, somebody said on Twitter the other day, if you think everybody else is brainwashed, there's a very good chance you've been brainwashed. And I was like, stop it. You're like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm outside of it looking in. Yeah. But he goes on to say physical material and psychological well-being can be taken from you and you won't even notice it. And Mm -hmm. if you look, if you look at the last 18 months and things people have sacrificed Mm -hmm. and it can be and it's even something as simple as so many businesses were closed and they lost money and they lost revenue Mm -hmm. and they lost employment and everything else i'm I'm abstaining from the other point i was going to make but you look at your freedoms that were taken we had to stay in our homes we could not go to churches we could not go to this we could not go to that for some people that really bothered them Mm -hmm. for those who are absorbed into mass formation it's what we got to do i'm part of it and this is what we're doing that's why you'd see people weeping when they're getting a vaccine shot like i'm not saying don't get vaccinated right i'm saying it shouldn't be the best day of your life right and that is something I've seen many times. Yep. You know, rallying and screaming to to take back our country. Like, all right, I, I think it's protests are good. It, that should not be your defining moment of your life. Right. You know, both sides. Um, They say that one of the ways they use hypnosis is for surgery, that if they don't have anesthesia, anesthesia, they can literally put you under through hypnosis and do what? cut your body open Hmm. and you don't mind you don't know it's crazy and that in a lot of ways our society has been cut open yeah and we have hemorrhaged Mm -hmm. revenue we've hemorrhaged productivity we've 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 hemorrhaged so many different things and many people who are under the influence the hypnosis of mass formation don't even realize yeah and i think somebody had reached out to us eric why don't you share the generalities of the email that somebody sent out yeah I, it was very much it was
2: similar to what i said in the first episode of like yes like i you know i feel like i'm watching the we're watching the same screen but there's two different movies on the screen and i feel like i don't relate to family and friends Of mine, and I feel very much alone because I'm looking at all this data, and I'm critical thinking, you know, critically thinking of all all this data that I'm looking at, and they're just not seeing it. And it's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't, you know, want to be part of your life. It's it's just like, how do we go on? And still be in a relationship and still be friends or still be good family members, you know, to each other and be together and this not separate us because I'm, I'm okay with disagreeing with you. That's fine. You are right. But how do we, how do we move forward? You know, how do, how do we move on from where we are today? And, that, like, that was the biggest question. And that's, I mean, that's my biggest question. Like, and I, and I, to some extent, understand it. But I'm also curious to what you guys have to say. Like, how do we move on? Like, if we are, like, defiant of our thoughts and how we think of things right now, um, no De- matter what. Defiant no matter, of our thoughts? What do you mean by that? Like, just, you know, if we think one way mm-hmm. and you think another way. Because, like, we are, and I want like, w- let's level set a little bit. Because... This isn't the first time that mass formation has happened, right? In in the history of humanity, and this isn't something that COVID is not the mass formation cause or, or or whatever. This started happening a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know this this started happening. In my opinion, it started happening with mainstream media, and then you have social media, and now we're here at the crescendo of COVID. And and now we're at the pinnacle of it.
1: Well, it, those things help lead to it. Right. Those help. Right. Right. Exactly. But I mean, yeah. you go back to the Salem witch trials, which are a great example of mass yeah. formation. Right. You know, they're miserable. We're terrible. Why? Are the witches. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Well, then let's kill witches. Is that logical? No. no. By the way, they're not witches. The people that we say are witches. Right. right but I don't to right. go back. My point is we got a great email. Somebody just saying, oh, my gosh, now it makes sense. And that they felt so alone. Right. Being an observer of their world Mm -hmm. saying, why is everybody so angry? You know, Mm -hmm. why is it that I feel so alone? And that's why we're talking about this. We're not making any statements on anything other than, hey, this world and this phenomena is making people feel terribly alone and it's ruining relationships right so don't walk away from this podcast saying oh they believe this and they believe that no i believe mass formation makes people feel terribly alone and ruins relationships right and that was
2: that's my ultimate point but you put it much better
1: well thank you um we see so often like i can't be friends with them anymore because of their reaction to this oh They don't think January 6th was the worst date in the history of the world, or they don't think that we should over, whatever Mm -hmm. it's defining and dividing. Yeah. You know, your point is, Hey, we can disagree, but that goes back to the anger. Others can't. Right. Because this issue, either one does not define you. Right. But if it is the solution to your anxiety that you're not so sure you even know that you have, if it is the solution to your psychological discontent, well, this solution defines you Mm -hmm. how dare you take that from me right
0: yeah and that's a that's a strange and you know maybe i'm maybe i'm guilty of it on one side or the other in some way you know maybe i have been affected by mass formation um but it's a strange thing for me it's it's a sad thing for me to to know that the majority of the people that have bought in one way or the other, like I, I actually watched. A, um, I was listening. To, I, I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, and he had um, there's a there's a um, an HBO miniseries, um, on QAnon, and uh, he interviewed the guy. He interviewed the guy that made the documentary. His name's Colin Hoback. Colin Hoback, uh, and it was fascinating what what he found. Um, you know, and like you were saying, people need something to belong to. People need you know, and it all comes really what it comes down to is people need a savior. And that's really what we're seeing in our world right now is people need a savior and whether that's QAnon and Trump's going to come back like the second coming of Christ, or it's the vaccine. Like you said, with the free floating anxiety with, with that, just that fe- fear is the most motivating human factor that there is like if it's 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 more than sex it's more than um you know love fear is what motivates us the most and right now i've never seen a more i mean obviously i've lived only a few years on this planet there's been a lot more fear but fear is in a lot of ways is driving this and and the need to have a savior is 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 the solution but we're looking on this one level where none of those things are going to satisfy us and so for me, I, I know who my savior is. That doesn't mean I'm not affected by the day to day. That doesn't mean I don't feel alone at times where, um, you know, if if this is the thing for today that needs to happen and I'm like, ah, I'm not about that. I feel a little bit alone in that, which makes me feel a little bit angry because that's where my hurts go. Sure does. Um, and. I'm a lot better in 2021 than I was in 2020. I've dealt with a lot of things and this podcast has been great in that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like in a lot of ways, this has helped me to not be attached to a mass formation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but to, to go through life without, without a solid savior leads to this.
1: A hundred percent. Absolutely. The, um, I heard a podcast the other day where they were talking about how a lot of people today are bringing up end times. If we don't stop, for example, this pandemic, we're going to look at the this is going to destroy us if we don't get a handle on global warming this. And they said, you know, it's funny. The religious right used to be the ones that only talked about the end mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And why? Because they're talking about a savior, mm-hmm. right? You know, well, now everybody else has their savior,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is doing what solving what their biggest flaw, which is whatever they define it to be Right. Mm-hmm. for a Christian. It's sin. Mm hmm.
0: You took a big breath. I, yeah. There. Well, and I I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I had a thought though, and you had shared with with us, um, me, us, er, um, Eric and and Chris and myself. Stock tips. Uh, yeah. <laughs> better, um, better no, but you would you would share you would shared a um about a twelve or thirteen minute video on mass hysteria. Yeah, uh, was, that, was that Jordan Peterson? Because no. it sounded a lot oh, like. Oh, was Jordan Peterson. Yes, but but what was interesting to it was me? It's different
1: than mass formation, but yet you go, eh, it's kind of. Yeah, that's sad.
0: still, yeah, that still makes a lot of sense. But yeah. what was interesting to me is when he was talking about any time that you've broken down a society to the point where people are have become have almost reverted to to children. Like to to a childlike state, that's when you can come in and say, yes, I'm I'm the daddy. I'm I'm, and and you're going to do what I say. And, you know, I think about that from the emotional needs standpoint. And if you look around at our society, we have been dumbing ourselves down or there's been a very significant plan to dumb us down as human beings for quite a while now. And to get us to the point where we need to cry out for a daddy, we need to cry out for a a strong man, you know. And some people saw that in Trump, and some people see that in the government, science, and so mm-hmm. you freedom. know, freedom. And again, so if if you're broken down to the point where you're you're much more of just a childlike childlike state, I think a lot of that ties in with emotional hurts, you know. And and there are very real and evil people that pray. On that. And well, they're, they're think, looking to break you down so think, that they can do this.
1: And we will get to tonight who's doing this. Um, but if you think even just medically, the more worn down you are, mm.
0: it takes less of a bug to take you over mm. or to eliminate you. Or not even medically, just the more worn down you are, just give me the thing that's going to, you know, I, I think like with Alexis with her migraines, it's like, just give me the thing that's going to solve this problem right? because you're so worn down. And I feel like that's where we have been leading to. And this is the thing where it's been like, all right, now's the time. So which leads
1: to, hey, who's behind this? Who is leads to, but we're not getting there yet. And there is a difference between totalitarianism and mass formation. Mm -hmm. with totalitarianism there is a dictator there is the totalitarian i won't say it anymore (laughs) who is the puppet master and they're They're doing this to manipulate the masses right and they're aware of the manipulation yeah he said and this is what blew my mind in mass formation not only are the leaders unaware that it is occurring Mm -hmm. that they have a far narrower ability to see that they believe they are the ones leading their way out of this and they have the burden of society on their shoulders and it is their calling to lead this way out because that's why like you know when rachel and i would talk about things like well do you really think they really want to take your freedoms do they really think that they want to do this or that that Others think this is okay. And in reality, it's probably not. They think they're just doing what is best. And I would go as
2: far to say is the people that follow that narrative are in the same mindset. Like, I'm doing my part. And I want to encourage everybody else, my peers, to do the same thing. You know, whatever it is, what we need to do to get out of this,
1: this is it. Like, absolutely. The, um, I'm just debating right now. That's why I'm being slow. Um, the example that, that I wanted to share, I will share it that the new governor of New York, oh my goodness, not going with the church thing, not doing that Mm. though. You one could make that, but somebody pointed out on social media that they fired everybody, all the healthcare workers that wouldn't get vaccinated. Mm. And so they then announced, we have a crisis of not enough healthcare workers. And so we're going to use our emergency powers to employ the national guard to come in. And they said, are they allowed to respond to an emergency that they created? Right. And then like, don't they see the hypocrisy of that? That you caused an emergency so that you're going to solve that emergency by more. And I was like, well, there's a lot. I mean, certainly there's a lot of hypocrisy out there amongst our leadership. Sure. Um, But needless to say, Part of the mass formation is whoever your leader is. We talked about this last week. Whether it's Trump, whether it's JFK Jr., whether it's whoever else you're following on the one side. Or whether it's Fauci, whether it's Bill Gates, whether it's your favorite governor or whatever. This The frustrating part is because facts don't matter, you give them every break in the world. Because the narrative simply mm-hmm.
0: can't be wrong. Right. They become your de facto god and you put i mean really that's what we're looking at right now this has all become a cult this has all become a new world religion and you will either convert and take the sacraments or you're going to be outcast and that's one side of it um but we're again i think this it comes back to we're looking for gods and saviors and we find those in these these you know fauci's and trumps and stuff
1: the who's behind it i said that for better part of a year and i came to the most obvious but yet hidden answer and the klingons nope uh it's not uh, i'm not gonna offend anybody i was gonna try now to I go wish. through an example. job of the I wish it was the klingons um <laughs> <laughs> again Not a Christian podcast, clearly, but maybe Christian men doing a podcast. But if there is good, there is evil. And if this is a spiritual world in which we live and we believe that it is, then there isn't, you know, a lot of people are familiar with the term Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I think what's interesting is people talk about the spirit world. Well, there's the Holy Spirit. And then there's um, evil spirits. Mm -hmm. There's not pretty good spirits. Right. There's not all right spirits, Marginal. good day, bad day spirits, <laughs> mm-hmm. temperamental spirits. right. And if you go through the history of, I don't know, the world mm-hmm. and go with whatever documents you want, there's good and there's evil mm-hmm. and good unites, good overcomes, good forgives, good brings people together and evil divides. Mm hmm. And so, if you don't want to be faith-based, but you just want to say good and evil, Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Well, there's got to be an author of evil. Right. There's got to be some function of evil that's floating in this world. And that is really the author of this. I think it's very manipulative. And it is what the enemy has always done, which is divide. Mm -hmm. And it divides. And it clouds. And it confuses, manipulates, and, uh, for lack of a better term, hypnotizes. Mm and. That is overly simple and unbelievably accurate in my viewpoint. Yeah. Because what is happening? Churches, families, what what is being destroyed through this? Churches, families, societies, schools. All the, all, the all the institutions. All the institutions. All the institute fam- the I mean all the schools. I said mm-hmm. schools. Don't yeah. say schools. Schools. Colleges. Totalitarian. <laughs> Anyhow.
0: <laughs> Colleges. <laughs> And fa- so, it's just faith in general. I mean, it it, it is kill. It's it's killing an honest faith and creating a false faith, and
1: and well done if that's your goal. Dude, like, done. Well, like, like yeah, right. I'm
0: looking at all this and like, you know, I'm reading a lot. I'm, I'm absorbed into this. You know, it's it's we're watching History a being lot of made. things in real yeah. time that yeah. I never thought we'd see in our lifetime. Right. And, and Me neither. I, it's a symphony of destruction, man. It, like, it is a gorgeous, terrifying unbelievably complex web of things that are happening and part of me is like wow well done but knowing where it's going it, I mean I'm not terrified because I you know I I don't put my faith in this in these systems mm-hmm. but it, it really has been amazing to see I mean John 10 10 you know Jesus again John 10 10 says And this is Jesus talking. He says, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. I wouldn't say that we're having an abundant life right now. I mean, in some cases we are. On some levels we are. But as a humanity. I see a
1: lot of thieving, killing, and destroying. A lot of thieving and killing
0: and, and destroying. Like, I'm stealing your peace. I'm stealing your your freedom i'm stealing your institutions i'm st- like there. well it- and that's like the and like, destroying to point, relationships. it's it's the stealing
2: it's the stealing of the the one thing that i feel like is most important in life like you can talk about stealing possessions like steal my tv I don't, like whatever i don't care you know like rob me of money whatever i don't care but i mean don't but <laughs> right i don't want you to do that but like whatever but if you do but like what we're talking about is like stealing emotions relationships Mm -hmm. you know like it is eternal consequential yeah right like it is pure evil of yeah it's just pure evil
0: of of, think about how many relationships how many times that a family cannot get together anymore think about like you were saying how many conversations you can't even start i was gonna say it's more about the conversation like we can still get together we're not gonna yeah but no
2: sometimes you can't but 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 to brian's point of like you can still get together we're not gonna talk about anything of substance Right like, but I'm saying yeah and you and that too but like I kind of would like there's part of me that like let's just have it out
1: well, let's talk comes, about it but that comes to well yeah. once again they can't
2: I but you can't and I, that's why that you're bringing like you're you're actually like making my point of that's worse to me it is like we get together and we can't talk about it because we don't agree and we know we don't agree so we're not going to bring it up so we talk about the weather and we talk about the you know steeler game
1: or whatever you know like it's that like that's what it is and so he offers two things that we can do because if we just leave the same right. well this sucks
2: mm-hmm. all right <laughs> yeah. wow well, that wraps Very it so up episode 130 <laughs> like the, the guy who wrote
1: in like he's like oh, oh, what do we do now right and it's it's sort of exactly what you said eric which is the number one he said embrace those who are mired within mass formation embrace them now, that doesn't mean agree with them, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even mean engage This is se. Martin
0: Cold or not Martin Kolder, this Matthias. is Matthias mm-hmm. Desmet. Desmet. right.
1: He said you have to embrace them, because if you allow the tribes to further solidify, there is no healing. Mm-hmm. And so and it's, right. you have to continue to maintain, even if it is superficial contact with that person, because they may have an aha moment. They may have a a moment where they go wait a minute yeah you know they put the glasses on or do they take them off right to see the matrix
0: which is it it's mm-hmm. a different movie it's a different movie oh, okay. there's the red blue red pill blue pill. they
2: live they live we just talked about it they, they live
0: yeah they, they i heard just, about
2: that
1: 1988 heard it's a terrible movie but it's a great movie rowdy rowdy oh, piper yeah yeah, yeah yeah point of the story is this to <laughs> okay. embrace All right. those within r.i.p rowdy oh, piper too soon To embrace those within, to maintain the relationship, to not allow the the division. And that means, yeah, maybe you don't talk about, quote, unquote, it right now, whichever it they're in. Mm -hmm. And the second thing was to keep speaking your truth, which I hate that term, but wait, about where you stand. So if they ask, don't lie. If they Mm -hmm. ask, say, look, here's just me. And they may flip out. Yeah, But we have to represent what you know to be true. So okay. that's why it's your truth. It's I can not, get behind
2: that. I can right. get behind the that. The objective. Because I do hate that term.
1: You no, know, it's the worst term in the right. world. Because there only is the truth. Yeah, right. 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 But if somebody presses you. Which is my truth. You cannot, you cannot back away from it. <laughs> right. Because yeah. it might be in that moment. Now, if they blow up and they say, how can you do this? How can you do this? How can you believe Trump? How can you believe Fauci? How can you believe whatever? Yeah. Then you go back to number one. And. You embrace that person and understand they're not attacking you. Right. They're enveloped in mass formation. Yeah. Um, And you have to do when you speak what you believe to be true, you have to do it out of love, not out of combating or convincing. Right. Like, this is what I am. And this is why I believe this. Yeah. And this is why it is important to me. And it's okay if it doesn't matter to you. Mm. And it's okay if you disagree. And if they get upset, number one, we know as adults. They're choosing to be upset. Right. We can come alongside them and even comfort them later. Right. And if they sever the relationship, then, yeah, you can a week later say, hey, you think Ben should retire? Right. And start it over again. Hey, how about, um, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Something about art. George O'Keefe. I don't know. (laughs) Alfred Stieglitz. I don't know. I'm just throwing something out there. That common ground. Go back to embrace the relationship of the people who are absorbed into mass formation. Man. And then stand up for what you know and believe to be true out of love, not out of selfishness or out of anything else. And there are those aha moments when they go, maybe, maybe I'm mm-hmm. wrong. I mean, that's why I spend, yeah, I would say I might spend 15 to 20% of my time looking at things that I don't agree with. I follow people on Twitter. I follow people that I vehemently disagree with. And I will scroll down their timeline just to see like. Am I wrong? Right. <laughs> you know, am I wrong right. here? I'm not just going to be in an echo chamber. Well, for some right. people, they're in an echo chamber because they're in mass formation. Yeah. You might be that one thing that's on the outside that they go, oh, that's a good point. But if you offer it, yeah. if you lead with it, you're ignoring the relationship. Yeah. And you're not embracing who they are. And so, therefore, it's not going to work only when it comes upon you and you speak up and you speak hey this is what I believe and this is why because I love this person I love this I love that and whatever else and I respect you and I respect the differences and they may sever the relationship sure sure but we go back to that relationship you don't allow it to be severed man yeah only more people listen to the show I'm saying
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was excellent points yeah yeah thank you Matthias and are we planning on another episode of this, or are we of gonna... the podcast?
1: Yes. Well,
0: of this particular subject. <laughs> no, I think or this we... about wraps it up. I think this wraps it up.
1: I think it wraps it up, unless people start flooding us with questions. Right. I don't right. have the answers. Which, should flood I mean, us with questions.
2: please do though. Like, like email us. Um, we've yes. we've seen emails from people that are fantastic, and we appreciate that. And hey, we... our, our good buddy Duke sent
1: me a uh, podcast oh, topic. Duke was on the show. He was. Yeah. Duke and Lydia, they sat here at the table. Uh, he sent in. If you have, if you say, hey, I want to hear about this, send it in. We'll always look at it. I oh. told him no, by the way, uh, to his idea. Oh, dang <laughs> it. We might refine now it. Now I'm really
2: curious what that was. We might refine it a little All bit.
1: Right. I'm curious. But yeah, absolutely. That's
2: always, that's always an opportunity for us uh, to talk about what you want to talk about. Brian, right, take us it, out.
0: It is also your table as well as ours. Absolutely. And that's it. That's it for episode 130. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at Lunchtime in Rome. While there, please do take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Bye. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Casual listener would know.
2: uh Womp. Straight to Joe. The gooey the juices. Goo. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, what do we do now?